Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Peace and power, all. Tonight, happy born day. Tonight, tonight. This show is dedicated to Malcolm X. Never 
do people take time to discuss Malcolm X, who he was, what he stood for? They're busy being hung up on the fact that he was a Muslim, and they want to believe that he was violent. And these are all misconceptions and forms of miseducation. Um, they also want to believe he was racist. And at one point, black people can never be racist, but at one point he did have hatred toward, you know, Caucasians. But it wasn't because of who they were. It was because of what they'd done and was doing. And I'm here tonight with our panel of one-point hosts to educate and set the, the, the listeners in the world straight on who Brother Alhaz Malik Shabazz was, a.k.a. Malcolm X. Malcolm was born Malcolm Little, and he was born in Omaha, Nebraska. All right? The fourth child of seven. Um, just so you know, his father was a preacher. You know, his his mother was, you know, preacher's wife type thing. And um, he actually, his father actually was killed by the Klan, tied to railroad tracks, actually, and let a train run him over. His father was killed. So anybody that's out there listening who who's black, if you found this out about your father, there's no way in hell you could tell me you wouldn't have a, a ounce or inking of hatred for the people who've done it. And not just the person or persons who've done it, but the race of people who've done it, especially knowing the history. See, when we talk about Malcolm, we never, ever discuss facts and history. We discuss opinions and misconceptions for his story. So tonight we're going to try and give it to you all the right way. He was one of, everybody speaks about how prolific of a speaker Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was. Malcolm was one of the most prolific, inviting, entertaining, enticing, and moving speakers you could ever hear. Now, I wasn't born and alive when Malcolm was up, running, speaking, driving, but I did my studies. I listened. In fact, he was one of the reasons why I converted to Islam. Um, not just because of him, but because of the words that he said. It spoke to me. It, it resonated with me. I felt that same way, and I didn't know that somebody else out there felt that exact same way I was feeling. And my government name, which I won't get into on the air, none of your damn business, but My government that my mother named me means the manly man of the common people. That's what my whole name breaks down to. 
the manly man of the common people, which means I was born to be a leader. My zodiac sign, Aquarius, says that I am militant. It says that I am community-oriented. Um, it says that I'm a leader. So who I am is who I am, and I didn't make or decide who I was to be. I am who I am, and I'm unapologetic about it. Good, bad, or indifferent. I'm not perfect, but I'm me. And that's pretty much how Malcolm is. Wasn't perfect, but he was him. His mother was committed into a mental institution. Trying to raise seven children on her own, husband racially killed, and on welfare. That's a hard life for a woman to live. Malcolm and his, his, his siblings were separated. He went on to move. I believe it was to Detroit. And um, he began to get in trouble. His nickname was Red because he had red hair. Black man with red hair. Picture that. <laughs> he wore the perm in the process. No, um, he was a thief. He went to jail, you know, and this is where he found his life. Um, Malcolm told his teacher at a young age, you know, wanted to be a lawyer. The teacher said, why not use your hand? Be something like a carpenter. Jesus was a carpenter. Well, people, I tell you, in high school, when asked what I wanted to do after high school, I was also told by a teacher, why don't I do something like work and go to the military or why don't I do something, you know, um, of the labor type. And this is how they're still raising our children, okay? They're still telling our children. They're preparing them to work at Walmart instead of Wall Street. This is a serious topic tonight. I hope the listeners that's calling in are paying attention. I hope they learn something. Because at one point radio, our aim is to share knowledge and enlighten people who may have been living in the dark for forever. Do that mean we know everything? No, it does not. Do it mean we're always correct or right? No, it does not. We form our opinions and ideologies and theories and concepts just like the other man. But we stand firm on what we believe, and for the most part, we all believe pretty much the same thing at the end of the day. No matter if you're Christian or if you're Muslim, we believe that killing people is wrong. No matter if you're Christian or you're Muslim, we believe that cheating on a spouse is wrong. No matter if you're Christian or you're Muslim, we believe there's a creator and a higher power and greater being that's responsible for this world we live in. That being said, um, I know DJ Chell is out there on air. DJ Chell, you there? Yeah, I am. 
Okay. Question, DJ Chill. How much about Malcolm X do you know? About yeah. How much about Malcolm X do you know? Wow. Yeah, was that a, just an echo right there? That was an echo, but don't sweat it. We're going to take care of yeah. that. Oh, okay. Well, this is going to be a hard conversation. All right, yo, my thing I learned about Michael Max is a lot what I saw on TV. And, oh, wait a minute, before I even go there, and then I found some information that I found in the street. And then from personal people that I know. And then there's more information, but I can't say so much because I still need a lot of information because I forgot the most important information. And that's what happens to everybody. When you get information with people, you forget the most important things, but you remember the worst things. Wait a minute, here's this caller. Hey. Peace. What's the deal, King? Okay. Power, See, okay. this is a person. Yeah. Now, this is a person that knows more about Malcolm X than Mark. No, 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 never mind. That's stupid. Yo, but this is a person <laughs> that because he's Muslim, he know me. I know information because I'm Christian, but I learn information, and some of the stuff I'm still trying to learn because some things you really don't pay too much attention. And then there's some deep down stuff about Malcolm X that people don't even know because they never had a chance to really learn about him. They only learn what the TV or what the movies or what whatever created, which is pretty bad. But it is what it is because some of these kids don't want to do research and the parents too, and as well as me. That's a problem. To fix that problem, I, I can't even tell you. Because no matter how much you try, they still don't listen. But I'd rather let a person that can give some in-depth, deep-down manifestation <laughs> of Malcolm X, no other than Miss Albini said that. Yeah, yeah, give it up. No, what's up? What's up, man? Break Listen, something down for these people. I need, I need, I need, in all honesty, DJ Tell, this topic and this show is serious. This is a serious topic and show. I don't want anyone to get lost in this conversation. Uh, um, it's nothing lost about what I just said. I said something that was straight up. Like, I, if they was lost or they couldn't read between uh, the lines, they chill. couldn't understand the words DJ I just chill. said. Chill, chill, chill. What? I'm talking about the introductions and all of that extra stuff. Oh, you know. Like, I, yeah, I really right. need you to stay. I need all of us to be focused with this conversation because it's enough that people don't know about him. So tonight, when trying to educate people about him, I want them to be able to focus, listen, and learn and not be distracted. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I just want to keep this straight tonight. I mean, um, Mr. I can't believe he said that. We're going to get to you in a minute. But before we get to you, two things. One, dial that number if you're online and you want to listen in 
and even chime in, dial 724-444-7444. Dial that call ID, 143-361-POUND. Hit one pound if you want to listen. Hit star eight if you want to communicate with the panel, the all-point panel and host that's on tonight celebrating and giving a tribute to Al Hajj Malik Shabazz, also known as Malcolm X. The second thing I want to do is play one of my favorite um, speeches from Malcolm. Um, and then we'll come back with Mr. I can't believe he said that. Um, this is one of my favorite speeches, the house Negro and the field Negro. Listen to it. See what you take away from it. To understand this, you have to go back to what young brother here referred to as the house Negro and the field Negro. They've been slaves. There was two kinds of slaves. There was the house Negro and the field Negro. The house Negro, they lived in the house with master. They dressed pretty good. They ate good because they ate his food because he left. They lived in the attic or the basement, but still they lived near their master. And they loved their master more than the master loved himself. They would, they would give their life to save their master's house quicker than the master would. The house Negro at the master said, we got a good house here. The house Negro said, yeah, we got a good house here. Whenever the master said, we, he said, we. That's how you can tell a house Negro. If the, if the master's house caught on fire, the house Negro would fight harder to put the blaze out than the master would. If the master got sick, the house Negro would say, what's the matter, boss? We sick. We sick. He identified himself with his master more than his master identified with himself. And if you came to the house Negro and said, let's run away, let's escape, let's separate, the house Negro would look at you and say, man, you crazy. What do you mean separate? Where is there a better house than this? Where can I wear better clothes than this? Where can I eat better food than this? There was that house Negro. In those days, he was called a house nigger. And that's what we call him today because we still got some house niggas running around here. <laughs> this modern house Negro loves his mess. He wants to live near it. He'll pay three times as much as the house is worth just to live near his master. And then brag about, I'm the only Negro out here. I'm the only one on my job. I'm the only one in this school who's nothing but a house nigga. And if someone comes to you right now and says, let's separate, you say the same thing that the house nigga said on the plantation. What you mean, separate? From America? This good white man? Where are you going to get a better job than you can get here? I mean, you 
speech is 23 minutes and 17 seconds long, and that's just probably still the edited version. He said a couple key things in there. One, he said it was two types of slaves back then, the house Negro and the field Negro. Well, today, we call them them two, the ones who know they're enslaved and the ones who don't know they're enslaved. The niggas that know they're enslaved and the niggas that know they that don't know they're enslaved. And what he means by that, in my opinion, he's absolutely right. You heard him say back then the house Negro ate, you know, the good parts of the pig. You know, the pig feet <laughs> that he play in mud and all day. You know, while the slaves ate the chitlins, which is a lot of black folk favorite food is there, people. Is there. And see, that's why Malcolm couldn't be stomached and tolerated and had to go because he spoke truth. And he spoke out. And anybody knows if you live in this country and you speak out, you got to be rid of, a.k.a. Tupac. Malcolm was a pan-African follower. And Africa started was started by Marcus Garvey, who was another one of my favorite leaders. Um, so when you think about him, he wasn't just a Muslim. He was a Muslim, but he also was a Pan-Africanist first, actually. Um, and as he became a Muslim, he just grew stronger and deeper into Islam which even they turned on it and got jealous. And we'll get to that later because one of y'all favorite leaders, a.k.a. Farrakhan, was around when Malcolm was assassinated. Um, he was a part of the same thing that Malcolm was once a part of. We'll get into all that a little later. Mr. I can't believe he said that. Today is Malcolm X's birthday. What do it mean to you, brother? Share with you, you know, your thoughts on well, and feelings on, you know, Brother Malcolm. Well, anybody that know me know 
that's who I I I look up to Malcolm. Came from a harsh background. Okay. And actually where he became a follower of uh Marcus Garvey was through his mother. His mother was from Granada Grenada. His father was from Georgia, but he was born in Oklahoma, Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. And his mother was a follower of Garvey. His father was a Christian. And that's where that seed was planted. But anybody that knows me, they know I look up to Malcolm. That's for the that's the reason why the glasses. The the red the red hair that I have, everything. That he was a powerful man. He came from a very humble beginning. He was in foster care. All of those things and he came out of that and became one of the most well recognized individuals around the world and still is. People know who he is. You know, he went through his ups and downs. You know, being sent to prison, being a pimp. But he saw the error of his ways early on and he changed. See, that's what a lot of us don't get. You don't have to stay with everything you were taught in the beginning. You use it as a tool, right? And you need to grow. Each day you need to be a better you or strive to be a better you. You know, it's a saying they had, you know, every saint got a past and every sinner got a future. So don't think that you have to stay the way that you are. Enlighten yourself. Malcolm was a powerful man. And like you like we know, in the beginning he despised Martin Luther King. Truth. He despised him. But he was a house nigga. That's what that's what he was to him. And he was, and 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 Malcolm swore he was the field nigga. Mm-hmm. And before he, you know, did all of that, you know, they used to call him Detroit Red. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's he a powerful man, right? A lot of people think that that scene in the movie with Denzel was done for that movie when he stood there and controlled that crowd and just moved his hands. That's how much power he had. And like you said, when you have that much power and you're a black man and these in these so-called United States, you're a problem. They gonna get they have to get rid of you. Right? And the reason why they have to 
the reason why they have to and they continue to do that is because the only thing, there's nothing different between, to an extent, there's nothing different between slavery and now, except for the fact that you may live in your own house. You still got to follow their rules. You still have to do as you're told, or else you will suffer the consequences. Period. That's how if you if you speaking out about injustice amongst your people and how we've been, you know, wronged and are still being wronged, they're gonna get rid of you. Especially if people start listening to you. And it is it, it's, it's sad. It's sad. You know, some people I I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's some people that I talked to about your show and my show. You know what they said? You get a little too deep for me. I'm 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 afraid somebody might listen, so I don't want to say nothing. Hmm. All right. Hmm. So for that, to me, and when I said I said, all right, well, you know, thank you for listening when you did. But you know, if you're scared, you can get a dog and move closer to the police station. About that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to stop. I know you not. No. You know what I mean? It's it's we gotta we gotta bring we gotta bring all of us back. Educate the young, because you know so many so many young ones that don't even know who he is. They had it written on the board, and they said, "What's that, Malcolm Ten? Really?" You know, it's it's crazy. That 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 brings me to a a good point. Um, X X came because he realized when he realized that little was not an African name, he realized that's not who he was. And a lot of people ask me, well. Why did you name yourself South Unknown? Well, like you just said, I patterned my lifestyle after Malcolm. When people go on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of that will see me in the streets and personally know me and see those glasses, you're looking through the lenses of a, a, of a Malcolm protege, meaning a follower of Malcolm, a believer of Malcolm. That's where those glasses came from, much like yourself. When you hear that last name unknown, that's because I know my government is not a name of my ancestors. Why do I want that? You never hear me claim this country as America. I'm quick to tell you America don't exist. This country had a name. This land had a name before it was stolen and renamed. So when people... You know, like you said, listen to us. We do go deep. We do speak out. And we must. Because if we don't, we allow our people to stay blinded, and our people can also say nobody never told them. But once we speak out and they listen and they hear, now they can never say nobody told them. Um, 
That being said, uh, we're going to come back with DJ Chill. Mr. I can't believe he said that. Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point, after this song. Intellectual 
and knowledgeable about your lives. There's no greater fool, bigger fool, and fool to laugh at than a fool that tell you Christopher Columbus discovered America. See, a lot of us, if we know then what we know now, we will be more dangerous than what we are now. So Malcolm was a mover and a shaker. He moved the people and he shook up the country and the, the law, the politics, the politicians. Shook them. So that being said, let's check a little bit of the ballot or the bullet. And we'll come back with DJ Chill and Mr. I can't believe he said that. Mr. Brothers and sisters, friends, I see some enemies. I think we'd be fooling ourselves if we had an audience this large and didn't realize that there were some enemies present. This afternoon, we want to talk about the ballot or the bullet. The ballot or the bullet explains itself. But before we get into it, since this is the year of the ballot or the bullet, I would like to clarify some things that refer to me personally concerning my own personal position. I'm still a Muslim. That is my religion. It's still Islam.
which you'll never hear me refer to myself as an African American. Um, so when when yeah right, because <laughs> um, many people don't realize that a, a Caucasian born in Africa to American parents is also African American. But you know we could talk about that all day. See, this is some of the stuff where people, if they start to open up and get out of that that closed in shelled wall of tradition of how they were raised and what they were taught, you know what I'm saying? And they start to go out and learn for themselves and read for themselves and study for themselves and educate themselves. Then they'll then see that we've been walking around with blindfolds on in the dark the whole time. So when you hear Malcolm say this, what does that do to you when he says, listen, matter of fact, I don't even want you to answer this yet. I want DJ Chill to answer this. Because as DJ Chill said, he's Christian. So that's the perfect person to answer this question. You're a Christian, DJ Chill. Malcolm just said, because what he didn't say about those men that he named, where they were house Negroes, all of them were supported by Caucasian groups, organizations. They were all funded by Caucasian organizations. So how much can you really fight if your enemy is giving you the money to fight? See, people don't think and people don't know, right? You already He already had you with the religion. He already got you with segregation. He already got you with fear. He already got to have you with oppression. So how is it? that you have the best interest of your people at hand when you're funded and backed by the enemy. So, DJ Chill, how does that make you feel when he says, you know what, Malcolm, you're a Christian, I'm Muslim, that's our own personal beliefs that make us live to the best we can live for ourselves. I don't care about that. Let's talk about our people. How does, what, do, what do you think about him, him saying that, DJ Chill? Well, that was a good thing to say because it's always about, how you say it, regeneration, um, illumination. No, I'm not even saying that, but it's a great thing to put people on the same accord. <clears throat> the problem is, <clears throat> is trying to find out if everybody's ready to be on the same page. Now, you got people which is me, because I'm a Jesus guy all day, who believe in one thing, and you got people who believe in another, and then you got people who believe in another, and another person that believes in another, and everybody believes in whatever. And if you look at the point of the matter, where is it all coming from? And who has the right English or the right statement or the right literature to make it all factual? That's the biggest picture that everybody's trying to have a solution to. One thing we notice is that, okay, a lot of things in the Bible things is accurate. Or should I say so they say. Then you have another issue where is though when he puts it out there and tells everybody what's really going on, are they ready to accept it? That's another situation. 
Then you have a situation where if you abide by these rules, will it perceive less anger, less hatred, less killing, more unification, more happy-go-lucky people, more people that's walking in righteousness, or is it the opposite? And Malcolm X was hitting a lot of notes. He was dropping a lot of balls and letting everybody see a lot of things. And Martin Luther King was doing the same thing. Now the question is, who was who? And who was actually being, how you saying, hoodwinked? See, when you go deep, when you go deep into it, they say different things about what well, the Caucasians was the one who brought up Muslim um, religion, period. And you're like, wait a minute, who said that? And then you get this information, you start reading, and you're like, whoa. And you're like, well, the Caucasians is the one who brought up the Christian religion. Who said that? And you read some information, and you start reading it. But when you get all this information from all these different nationalities and cultures and put it into one, it starts to really dissect it. Who's right and who's wrong? And that's going to be the biggest point because do, do you want your, put it like this, people, do you want your culture to be a mixed breed or a whole natural or authentic breed? And we're going to be going through that for the rest of our lives. But when you see that more people are not authentic, they're not really this or they're not really that because they can choose to be who they want. Then you lose your essence. And you lose who the hell you are. And then you won't learn who you are because then you become confused. And it's a hurt thing to say that, but it's reality. If you don't know who the hell you are, how are you going to teach your grand, great grand or any children that you might have that might look up to you? thinking that you have the knowledge, but we don't because we're not ready to receive. And and, and, that's, and that's just a hurt piece because you're always going to be confused. You're always going to be bumping heads. But if we could finally come on one accord and be able to talk to each other in a new how – how can I say this, man? This is so deep, man. You know what? This is so daggone deep that if I break this down, some people might really – understand what I'm saying. Because it's really this this topic you shouldn't have did it. Straight up. Cause now you're gonna have people really talking after the show's over. Cause to reach the zone, we still gotta figure it out. And the problem is, are we ready to figure it out? Because somebody gotta be right and somebody got to be damn wrong. Straight up. Okay. Um, good points made there. Solid point. Um, Mr. I can't believe he said that. Now, you heard him speak on the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who was, before Malcolm, the most prolific Muslim speaker that there was. Right? Right. Now, we know, you and I, as Muslim brothers, we know that 
Islam. I don't even want to say the nation of Islam, but it was some Islamic members, followers, who actually executed Brother Malcolm. You know, the enemy, FBI, feds, whatever name you want to give them, got infiltrated, made some deals. A lot of them were already jealous with the power and notoriety and fame that Malcolm was getting, running back to Elijah Muhammad saying, yeah, he thinks he's bigger than you and he's trying to be, you know, better than you. And and Malcolm was always loyal to Elijah Muhammad, you know, but they silenced him because he spoke out against John F. Kennedy because the black people also loved John F. Kennedy, my mom included, right? Not saying he was a bad president or a bad guy. I wasn't around then. I don't know what he was. I know he was assassinated just like King and Malcolm. So he had to have been doing something for us that was frowned upon. But he spoke on that. You know, when he found out Brother Elijah or, you know, Honorable Elijah Muhammad was fathering children with children. You know what I mean? And, you know, he had these different wives that he were he was doing certain, you know, certain conversations that a lot of Muslims don't want to speak on and don't like to speak on. Um, and it's, it's kind of swept under the rug. But we know. Um, Farrakhan being one who was around at that time. How does, how, how, what does it, what, what, how do you feel? What does it say to you? When he says, I still credit Elijah Muhammad for who I am. He taught me. He's the reason why I am who I am today. And yet, he's assassinated by his own. See, that tells you something, too, because Malcolm was killed by them, much like Malcolm's father was. But Malcolm was killed by us. And a lot of people also don't know that Malcolm is the inspiration behind the Black Panther Freedom Party. People don't know that as well, who was the second most largest influential group for black folk, leaders of our time. And I don't discredit Martin Luther King Jr. I just think he only moved one people, and those were Christians, where Malcolm and the Black Panthers attempted to move all our people, no matter what you were. So how does what does that how 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 does he resonate with that? How does that speak to you when he speaks about the honorable Elijah Muhammad being his teacher and still crediting him? Well with me it's it's a little it's a little hard for me because of those situations, right? And once he, you know, he 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 gave him respect because one, well, one of the reasons why I think he still credited him is because through him he found his purpose. Now, was he bigger than him? In my opinion, I think he became so. And see. That's one of one of our biggest problems. A lot of us want the shine. We have to have the limelight. If somebody else, we lose sight of the cause and get caught up with the fame. 
You know what I mean? We get we get caught up with, oh, I'm you know I'm the man. I'm running this. I'm doing that. But we're talking about a cause, and our cause is to elevate our people. Period. You no, know, DJ Chill says something. You know, I'm not not really debating, but I don't totally agree. Right, Malcolm and Martin. He said it to Mar- He said it to Martin when he said, "Let's put it. What what my religion is is my personal. That's my that's personal. So let's put our personals to the side. Let's come to the table and let's discuss what we need to get accomplished. See, that is what we can't do to this day." I've said it before and I'll say it again. We should be able to agree to disagree. Just because we can't walk down the same, we're we not on the same path. But we do believe that there is a, there is a creator. Let's so, leave it at that. So, so what, you're, what you're saying at, at that point right there, you're saying, though we may not walk the same path, we can still get to the same destination. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. There's only one creator. Great. We have different interpretations on how he bestowed his miracles on on the planet Earth. Okay? That's the same thing you could say tomato, I could say tomato. Mm-hmm. Potato, potato. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in, in, in pronunciations and the schematics of things that divide us. Okay? You, as you stated before, you were raised Christian, correct? Correct. You converted to Islam. Correct. You consider yourself to this, at this present time as being spiritual. Correct. I don't have a problem with that. However, I believe in it. You okay? However, I don't denounce. You know, like they say, once you you become Muslim, you 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 always Muslim. All right. So I don't denounce myself being Muslim, and I still follow some Christian values as well. Because truth be told, people don't know, but in Islam. You're supposed to study the Bible. You're supposed to know the Bible. The the Quran speaks about the same people in the Bible, just have different names through the language. But, see, you can't argue this with Christians or with religious people because they don't know Islam. They just know what they're taught and what they heard, pretty much like DJ Chill said. And they don't expand their knowledge beyond their tradition. Now, I gotta, now, this is kind of confusing to me because if you believe in both, if you believe in both, then now if something else happens to come your way, would you believe all three or maybe all four religions? If you happen to get information that might convince you that their religion is the actual religion that is correct, 
Because all you have to do is take time to find out about their religion and why they believe that their religion is correct, and then you might fall in line. Is that is that question directed to me? Yes. Um, you heard what the brother just told you. I consider myself to be spiritual, which means I go with the creator alone. In other words, I don't look for a book to um, fulfill me. I don't look to man to fulfill me. So if someone come up with a new religion, it wouldn't... People come up with religions every day, to be honest with you. But I don't care. I don't care. I am spiritual. That means I pray to the creator above alone. I don't care about anything else so long. I don't. However, because of the foundation I was raised as a Christian, I do believe in those values, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. I do believe in that stuff. First of all, we got to get Christians to start believing and doing what the Bible says before they can judge anybody else on not doing what the Bible says and they don't themselves. As well well, that's as because Muslim. Hold on. That's because as they, well they got caught up. Hold on. Hold on. It ain't because they got caught up. It ain't because they got caught up. You know what I'm saying? Like today, for instance. Give you a prime example. Um, I'm in the Chinese store. Muslim sister comes in. She orders. She's short, so to keep from getting the charge, she's 75 cents short, so to keep from getting the charge for using her card, she orders shrimp. Now, if you're raised as, or if you are um, a follower of Islam, we're not supposed to eat anything. And, and Christians as well, might I add. You're not supposed yeah, to eat anything that's a scavenger and f- eat from the bottom of the ocean. However, it's not for me to judge that sister. And how do I know it was for her? It could have been for a family member who's not Muslim and who likes shrimp. I can't judge that. I can't sit there and assume. But it was kind of difficult to see and watch. But you know why I couldn't? Because I love shrimp my damn self. I love shrimp my damn self. And to be totally honest with you, DJ Chill, there's just too many rules and regulations to all religions for me. So I, that's why I, I just go by that you. one. I go by that one simple thing: the Creator knows your heart. Right. So, but if the, you know I'm the, hungry and I like shrimp, He's not going to judge me because I ate shrimp. But the thing that but I heard you say is the book will. But the thing I heard you say was that you believe once you become Muslim, you want to become Muslim, and you still, in other words, you got information of Christianity, you got information of the Muslim lifestyle, That's right. and you yeah. and Islam, and you're comparing it to see which one is right and which one's wrong. Now we all know. There are some schools that's missing. But when I look at the Christian book, which is the King James Bible, I see a lot of things in there which I still got to read more um, that can really make an individual get closer to a Holy Spirit and a new type of lifestyle, which is love, compassion, and unity and have you, ever read, the Quran? Quran? Have you ever read the Quran? Have you ever read the Quran? 
Okay, so how, you know, so how do you know the well, man? Wait, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Now, that's what I'm trying to tell you. And that's why I try to tell you the other thing. If there's other religions out there, Buddhist, um, whatever the other ones are, if we have not read it, how can we sit up and say the same daggone thing when at one time in the Bible, everybody was able to speak in the same language, but then all of a sudden, everything became confusion because now everybody don't speak the same language. Now, I look at it and say, wow, why is every religion out there coming at this Bible instead of everybody in the world coming at um, Islamic religion? Now, we all supposed to be unified. We all are brothers. The only thing that we're not unified with is good and evil. Some people want to be evil. Some people want to be good. That's not unification. That's a problem. <laughs> that means some people want to kill somebody. Some people want to save somebody. We can't figure that one out because we just got this stupid person called a demon out there that keep on touching everybody, making everybody be more confused than what they are right now. But when you look at the situation, who's right and who's wrong, and then when you find out deeper, because there are some books that don't tell you some real literature that might help you out to decipher what is real and what's not. But when you find it out, who's going to believe you when you say it? And who's going to sit up there and say, no, you're, you're lying? And that's what we're going to always have a problem with until everybody's ready to accept the truth. And what I'm not truth? saying, well, the truth is, this is the truth. Everybody out there is listening right now. This is On Point Radio. I'm sorry to let you know, but this is the 103rd episode. <laughs> you already know. Or is the 104th. And this is Table Talk and Table That. But the truth is, for every person out there to take time, do real research, find out from all nationalities and do a comparison. See what you... See what you can find out. But when you do it, have a discerned spirit. Make sure your mind is free. And make sure that your mind is, how you say it, um, ready to receive. Don't have a mind like, oh, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear that. No. Just keep an open mind. And then after you do that, you might be able to renew your mind. Now, with more knowledge, you're going to want to talk the information to somebody else. Some people are not going to be ready for it. Some people are, are going to be ready for it, and some people are going to already know. Don't get caught up. Keep on doing your research. Don't be a follower. But learn to be a leader because we're going to need you to survive, period. But if you get all, all right. this information and you find out who's really telling the truth and who's not telling the truth, we might be in a better place. Well, I'm going to say this. Um, we'll never know the truth until we know the truth. Everybody's truths are different, just like everybody. Then how the hell are you going to find the truth or you never like going to find everybody, the truth? Just like, exactly. Just like everyone's common sense is different. You know then I mean? we just did. Um, then wait a minute. That don't make sense. We people, all did this. People, 724-444-7444. 
The caller ID is one four three three six one pound at one pound if you want to listen in. It's star eight if you want to chime in and communicate with the panel or post on point uh, host. Uh, if you want to be part of this movement, we're on Facebook. Remember, On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. And we're on Facebook at On Point Enterprises, O-N-P-O-I-N-T-E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. We're also on Instagram, team underscore On Point 215. We're on Twitter at team On Point. Uh, You can email us, onpoint215 at gmail.com for any of your comments, suggestions, or concerns, even if you want to give a topic that you want us to touch on. Um, You can go to our website as well, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, onpoint215.weebly.com. You can call us directly, 267-417-ONPT. That's onpoint267-417-6678. the reality, before we go back to uh, Mr. I can't believe he said that, so he could finish uh, discussing how it felt for Malcolm to talk about the honorable, uh, honorable Elijah Muhammad, um, I want to say this to DJ Chill. The reality yeah. is, what? it's all, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to say this, it's really all brainwashed. It's pretty much what? all brainwashed in order it, it, it just goes to what people believe and want to follow. Let me let me talk. It all goes down. It all boils down to what people believe and want to follow. You know what I'm saying? Um, the truth of the matter is, none of us alive today was alive back then. So we really don't know. Can no one on the face of this earth at this present day and time, not a slave during slavery can sit here and tell you whether Christianity, what happened, if they can say they were there. No one can say they were back when the Quran was created. No no was written by uh, the, the Prophet Muhammad. No one can sit there and say they were there. So in all honesty, none of us know, bro. We're all brainwashed and trained to believe what we're traditionally brainwashed and trained to believe until we become of an age when we go and search for knowledge of self on a, for ourselves and we open up our own minds to who we, what we want to believe, which in my case is what happened. I was raised Christian. I found out a lot of things didn't make sense to me. I've seen a lot of people who claim to be Christians live in unchristian ways. I've seen that there was 230-some books that, read that, that, that are copied and pasted in the Bible word for word, line for line, this was uh, a deterrent for me. So I went seeking for greater knowledge. I went to college, and when I went to college, I was exposed to a lot more education and learning where even in college they sit there and tell you that this stuff about religion and all of that, they even tell you no one really knows. You know what I'm saying? So when I went to college and started getting exposed to a whole lot more knowledge and education, that is when I started to search for knowledge of self within me. That is when I changed who I, who I was determined to be, okay? And still, I didn't convert to Islam till later in my quest. And now that question. was because I still had a hunger and a desire burning for truth and knowledge. And that's where I started following Malcolm. When I, when I went to college, I got into history heavy. 
because I, I just knew what they were telling me was bullshit. So I got into to, 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 to history heavy. I started reading uh, uh, ISIS papers, uh, Behold a Pale White Horse, uh, Die, Nigga, Die, uh, uh, ISIS papers. I just was reading and reading and reading. Then I started listening to Malcolm. I started listening to, uh, uh, or reading about uh, Marcus Garvey. I just started. It was a quest for knowledge. And when I found it, I was fulfilled. I was fulfilled. Now, now the same what? thing occurred. Hold on. The same thing occurred with Muslims. One of the things that, 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 that irritated me, and, and be as it may, and no religion or culture should you allow one act or any act to dissuade you from the path that you're on. However, if I'm walking the path and I see somebody with machetes chopping off people's hands and all of that, I ain't going that path. I ain't going that path. So when I'm looking at the news and seeing that this guy in West Philly who's running them off is chopping off uh, uh, Muslim members' hands and all of this stuff, who the hell are you to do that? Who are you to do that? It has nothing to do with terrorism. It has nothing to do with the other countries in Islam. Nothing to do with that. It had to do with niggas that's claiming a religion and claiming to live a certain way, acting foul. I don't want to be a part of that. The same way Christians, you come in here with these tight club dresses on and praising some God. Get the hell out of here. I don't want to be a part of that. So when you talk to me, know that me, I look at the value. And if you ain't appreciating that value, motherfucker, I ain't following. What the hell make you think I want to follow some shit you ain't following? So from that point on, I said to myself, what's going to work for self is for me to have that communication and relationship with the creator and the creator alone. When things go wrong, I pray to the creator. When I am blessed, I pray to the creator. I don't care what name people call them. I don't care what religion people refer to it as. I don't care about none of that stuff no more. So when you said earlier about arguing which one right or wrong, you won't hear me argue that no more because I could care less. It's just me and my creator, bro. You keep following the paths of other people. I'm not doing that. All right. Have a Sure. Okay, great. Don't forget, now, we got to get to uh, Mr. I Can't I, Believe You I, said I, that so we can finish hey, this point. I know that. Hey, I know. Now, what I'm trying to say is, now, you just said some very interesting, valuable things. But the problem that you didn't hit was the fact that a discerned spirit might maybe be able to see that maybe, just maybe, the devil trying to play games, make you see things, make you turn away from what you're supposed to see, but you can't see it because you wasn't ready to see it. Now it's the problem right there. Now, the other thing is, if there's a spirit that can be deceitful and have people see things and change their mindset and make them see and believe what they think they should believe because that's where we should be at. Um, that's a problem. If there's people out there that don't believe that there's a spirit out there that might be able to do that, that's a problem. 
I don't know why. Well, now you got to admit, there are women out there that do dress up and do what they do to go to church. Maybe because of the fact that there's a shortage of daggone men. I don't know. They, they, they turned up a little bit. If you have a problem with this year, imagine what's going to happen next year. If they're not going to infiltrate a church, if the devil ain't going to try to make sure a church falls down, devil ain't doing his job. That means the devil is sleeping on day work. <laughs> Straight up. All right, CJ Show, we got to get why, this back in. Wait, 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 I'm right there. I'm right there. I'm right there. Right there. Hold up. Now, what you got to understand is, due to the fact that we all in a situation, you believe what you believe and everybody else believes what they believe, the only thing that comes to a conclusion is research. That's the only thing that makes everybody right. The real research from the right books, and I ain't going to tell you the book because you got to do your research. Because you don't know. You daggone right, I don't know. But, but I ain't going to tell you the books anyway. So how can you but say listen, read the right book if you can't tell me what right book to read? Because you know why? Because I'm not the one to tell you. See, I'm so not who's the, the one. one. The one to tell you? God. But I just said that's Deserve. who my relationship is with, the creator. Right. Now, God is going to give you tests every day. He's going to give you the test to go the wrong No, he's going to give you the test to go the wrong way. He's going to let you see there's a test. You can pick a choice. You can go to the, to the left or you can go Did to the show? right. I hear you. But listen, and I really don't mean to cut you off, but I know you can go. And we still got to get that. Mr. I can't believe he said that to finish his comment. But I'm going to say two things to you real quick. Number one. I learned in church that the devil was in church. So all that you just told me, all that you just said, he's everywhere he's tripping. He's in That's church. That's why he's a liar. He's in That's church. That's why he's so, deceitful. Like That's why he's in the church, too. And secondly, That's why we all got to get along. We all got to be able to be able to do things in the right way and do our research. We all be on one accord and everybody be able to walk together in peace. Other than that, well, we destroy. That and that's what we're getting back to because this is not a religious topic. This is about Malcolm X and his birthday and celebrating and honoring him. So we're I not going to get into the whole Christian, Muslim, and all that other. We're not getting into that. But what I am going to say is, if we want to get on one accord, we have to do just what Malcolm said. And what Malcolm said was, put all of the religious stuff aside and let's deal with the issues that affect us as a people. Period. Mr. I can't believe he said that. Please proceed with what you were saying about the honor of Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm. What I was saying was, I think he he gave him credit for making him who he is on the sheer fact that he put him on the right path. And his path, which is supposed to be all of our path, is to seek knowledge. As you say, knowledge of the creator. Now, you're going to get different interpretations from several individuals. There is no one person. You you can't can't say what's right and what's wrong. See, and I'm sorry to say it that way, but that's 
the problem that I have with Christianity. You want to say, well, you're wrong. This is right. You can't do that because if you have five people standing there and five people witness an accident, you're going to get five different stories and people are standing in a right beside each other. Everybody's truth is different. Everybody's way of seeing the world is different. And, you know, it's amazing how you have people that want to say, you know, in reference to being Muslim, oh, they're a bunch of terrorists. You're taking an act of a handful of people and placing it on everyone. That's like saying blacks are lazy. The same thing. There is a handful that may be lazy, but not everybody is lazy. And understand, we weren't lazy until we stopped working for free. He paid him respect because he helped put him on a path for him to seek more spiritual knowledge. I agree. Okay. Now, what people don't understand is about the Muslim religion is we are taught to respect all religions Mm -hmm. because we are told that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has 99 different names. So how can I tell you you're wrong if I don't know all 99 names? Mm -hmm. Right? But when you watch the boob tube, which is dumbing our children down and some of us down with the idiotic programming that they put on there to brainwash you, like you said, <laughs> right? They want to use the word jihad, saying that that means war, and that is not true. Holy Lord, that. Right. The, Ar- the Arabic word for war is al-harb. That is war. Jihad is one's personal struggle with the creator. Now, that could be due to his job, due to his living conditions. It has nothing to do with violence at all. Okay? And that's what Malcolm learned later. Hmm? He learned that you cannot base a religion on color. When he went and made his pilgrimage to Mecca, and he saw there were whites, blacks, Chinese, all cultures, and some of them were more skilled in the Quran than he was. When he traveled to Mecca. Right. So he had to say, wait a minute. That can't be right. These, I'm sitting here. This looked like the man. No, no, not to be sounding, you know, that way. 
But this could be the man that made my shrimp fried rice, but he knows the Quran better than I do. This could be the white guy at the body shop that's praying next to me, and he's more, he speaks more fluent Arabic than I do. So how can I say that they're the devil? See, who the devil is, the devil is the manipulators. It has nothing to, to my opinion. Okay? And let me make that clear. My opinion and views may not be all that of everybody here on the panel. I'm only speaking from my point of view. The devil is the one that's actually trying. The devil has no skin color. Excuse me, or gender. Whoever's trying to get you off your path may be, that's your test. Okay? Now, I can't base a religion on the color of someone's skin. You can't, you can't do that. Okay? Now, we, there's quite a few out here that, you know, we point the finger at and we do this and we do that, right? But in Malcolm's perception, when he was younger, he looked at it as it was a group called the Black Legion, okay, that were, they, they were white Christian men running around and it was the Black Legion is a, fax, a faction of the KKK that were reading the Bible, the Old Testament, and were going around using those words to justify why they were killing blacks here in this land. So if that's all you've seen, wouldn't it be commonplace? To oppose that? Wouldn't you wouldn't you at some point, you know, if you you your his father was so called killed in a street racing accident, which they said it was murder. But when it was time to collect on his life insurance, they switched it around and said, Oh, it was suicide. So if you if if these if these individuals and you don't know any better are saying I'll come in peace, I'm with I have the Bible, but you see them killing, wouldn't you oppose that? And that's why he took the stance that he took. Because his mother, as you said, was a black nationalist. She followed Marcus Garvey. So He's seeing all of the so-called negatives by individuals using the word to justify what they do. So he spoke out against it and wanted to change. That's and why can he I was add so... To that? Mm-hmm. Not only that, but before he became Muslim, Malcolm loved white women. Oh, he said that. This is kryptonite. So... For people to turn around and say he was racist was asinine. Well, how can blacks be racist? We can't. We can hate. 
but we can't be racist. You know what I'm saying? We don't have the power to be a racist. We don't have a reason. Right. right. Now, the only thing that you can really accuse us of is being angry or what they'll call hatred. Right. But it's actual anger for being mistreated. Mm-hmm. Which is different than hatred. Right. But see, they, but it's a difference. All right. You can become angry and say, I don't, I'm not going to take this no more. Now, now, like you said, they, they determine that as hatred. How is it hatred? Because you want to stand up for yourself? You're tired of being the whipping post? Tired of working See, that's what the, no, Yeah, when we worked for 400 years and it was free, oh, we was the best thing since uh, <laughs> sliced bread. bread. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But as soon as we wanted to get paid, oh, oh no, they're, they're lazy. They don't want to work. Hmm. So who's really the lazy ones? And you know what? You know another thing that actually bothers me. Remember when they tried to say that uh, we're we're descendants of apes and monkeys, <laughs> right? You know I always laugh at that. You know why? Because it's awful funny when you shave an ape or a monkey. What color is his skin? Right. Not only that, <laughs> not only that, but if you look at the hair on a Caucasian it's straight. person, it's straight. Not, just, not just that, but they're much more hairier than us, mm-hmm. much more hairier than us. And they came from the mountains, or that's where they migrated to, the mountains. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I, I I I totally agree with you, brother. I totally agree with you. Um, again, listeners out there, I hope y'all enjoying this conversation, um, honoring Malcolm tonight and his teachings and his beliefs and philosophies. Great man he was, great leader he was, um, but will always and forever be my number one leader and hero. Um, <clears throat> that's other than my mom, but I'm talking about an actual person that actually led that I'm not blood tied to. Like this man is the epitome of everything that I want to embody within myself. You know what I mean? Knowledgeable, intellectual, um, leadership skills, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, political. I mean, he, he, he was the greatest adversary that, we can have leading us. You know what I mean? That being said, 724-444-7444 is that number. You know, I wish y'all call in and chime in and and give us your opinion. 724-444-7444. You hit dial that call ID, 143-361-POUND. You hit one pound if you want to just listen in, and you hit star eight if you want to get in on this uh, conversation and communicate. Um, I'm going to play a little more of the ballad and the bullet um, as we begin to take the show to a close. Uh, again, this was a tribute and recognition of Malcolm X because if we don't do it at one point, radio, who is? The day was his, was his birthday. I ain't had nothing on Power 99 all day listening to the radio, nothing on 103 to beat listening to the radio. You don't hear nothing about Malcolm. But if it was Martin Luther King Day, uh, birthborn day, 
you would be listening. You they'd be talking about him all day on the radio, on playing speeches or or talking. Listen, man, this was a great leader and a great man right here that people do not give the credit to. Can and I say something real quick? Go ahead, bro. Real quick, you know they did have uh, Malcolm X Day down at Malcolm X Park in West Philadelphia right. today. Okay. Where vendors, it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't promoted. Um, that happens every year. Every year. Mm-hmm. Every year, right? And it was promoted if you were in the loop, right? You knew about it. But it was a packed house at 52nd and Pond today. Now, let me ask you this. Why wasn't? No representatives of Power 99 or 103 to beat there. 103, you know, 9 to beat. Well, I wasn't none of them there. These radio stations that everybody listens to every day, all day, none of them were there for this. You know what I'm saying? They're controlled. Exactly. By the same the same people that Malcolm Master. spoke to Martin. He, Malcolm spoke to Martin about that. And the reason why, a lot of people don't know this, one of the reasons why Martin was killed is because he stopped taking the backing that he was receiving earlier by the enemy, and he started to listen to Malcolm. And his speech has changed. Yep, and he opened his eyes yeah. to say, Maybe the brother does have a point, and we should put our religious beliefs to the side and come to the table for our people. And they said, wait a minute. That's not, we, we, wait a minute. We, we're the ones helping you get from here to there to do this and do that. We're telling you when to go, when not to go. You can say what you want to say, but now you want to side with him? Wait a minute. Maybe he's flipping on us. So we got to get rid of them. people. Don't people don't say that? Yeah, right. if, if people would listen to Dr. King's latest speeches, they would hear the change in his philosophy. They would definitely hear the change in his his, his communication. Yeah, he told them though, I seen the light. He wasn't talking about the light. That, that they thought he was talking about. His eyes were open to see I was wrong. And this is what we need to do. We need to come together. And that's one of the reasons why they got rid of him. You know, it's a, it's a matter of we, gotta, we just got to pay close attention to what's going on. But Indeed. I'm going to let you continue. Sorry, I just had to get that out. That's cool, brother. That That is exactly um, what was needed because people don't know that. Here's a little more of Malcolm X's Ballad or Bullet. The political philosophy of black nationalism only means that the black man should control the politics and the politicians in his own community. The time when white people can come in our community and get us the vote for them so that they can be our political leaders and tell us what to do and what not to do is long gone. 
invoking the time when that same white man, knowing that your eyes are too far open, can send another Negro into the community, if you would need to support him so he can use him to lead us astray those days of long gone. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
situation that someone comes up with is just another trap. But the political and economic philosophy of black nationalism, the economic philosophy of black nationalism shows our people the importance of setting up these little stores, developing them and expanding them into larger operations. Woolworth didn't start out big like they are today. They started out with mean dining stores and expanded and expanded and expanded until today they're all over the country and all over the world. They get some of everybody's money. Now, this what you and I in General Motors, the same way it started out like it is. It started out just a little rat race type operation. And it expanded and expanded until today is where it is right now. And you and I have to make a stop. And the best place to start is right in the community where we live. So our people not only have to be uh, re-educated to the importance of supporting black business, but the black man himself has to be uh, made aware of the importance of going into business. And once you and I go into business, we want to operate the least of businesses in our community. What we will be doing is developing a situation where it is we will actually be able to create employment for the people in the community. And once you can create some employment in the community where you live, it will eliminate the necessity of you and me having to act ignorantly, disgracefully, boycotting and picketing from crackers of ways else, trying to make it for a job.
and it had to be a time for him to go because he spoke too much truth to reason. And while many people want to hone in and focus on Malcolm being Muslim, they're missing the big picture of his speeches. So I'm urging everyone out there that's listening tonight to go to YouTube, listen to his speeches in their entirety. And I dare anybody that's listening tonight to call us, 267-417-6678, or email us, point two one five at gmail.com, and tell us we're lying. Tell us that this man wasn't speaking. He rarely spoke about religion. He always spoke about the conditions of our people, the progress of our people, and 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 the movement of our people. That's what he honed in on. That's what he focused on. Everybody else out there wanted to make it about religion. But you heard what he said. Put your religion in the closet. Leave it at home. Let's talk about us as a people and what we have to do to succeed and progress. That being said, DJ Chill, I know you've been patient and you on that line, brother. Um, number one, do we have any callers on that line that want to speak up? Um, they're just relaxing right now. If people, you want to push star eight, that's all you got to do. Just push star eight and... We would love to hear from you. All right, DJ Chell. Any last words from you? Yeah. Um. Uh. Man, doing three hundred different things at one time. I gotta finish. People, like I said again. This is a tribute to Malcolm X. Malcolm X definitely made his mark. He definitely opened up doors. And if he never did it, where would we be at right now? <laughs> That's the question. Will we still be going through a situation that we was going through? Will we even know if he didn't go over to Mecca? Will we still be feeling the way we used to feel? Will we look at people the way we look at them now? What were we doing? Now, the other question is, why is all this information being bestowed upon us now? Why couldn't we hear it way back in the day? Why we forget about where we come from, where we at? Now, the biggest question is, what y'all going to do next? Where do y'all want to go from here? What do you believe and what do you not believe? What do you trust and what don't you trust? And who's confused and who's not confused? And if we can come to one accord and find out what's right and what's wrong and put it all together, make it all as one, wow. We can become classic. But until then, you guys just listening, Y'all got the information. Anybody else? They might have to learn the information. 
I just don't want to tell you information. Because whatever I say, don't mean jack. And some people might feel this way, same way about you. And that could become a problem if we're trying to unify each other. That's about it. All right. Thank you for that, brother. I appreciate that. Mr. I can't believe you said that. Any last words, bro? Yeah. Just understand, due to the system and the powers that be, we will never be unified. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. But for those that are out there that are listening, as you stated, go to YouTube, you know, listen to Malcolm's speeches. One in particular I want you to pay attention to is called Cooperative Economics. And I'm going to give you a little quote from that speech. He said, you can go to a Japanese neighborhood. You don't see Negro stores. Going to Chinatown, you don't see Negro stores. You can go into the Jewish area. You don't see Negro stores. But when you come up here to a black town, there's every kind of store here but yours. Think about that. And I want to say peace and power to everyone that was listening tonight. Mr. On Point, it's on you. Appreciate that, bro. Um, thanks for both you and DJ Tell's comments. Um, my last words to the listeners is this. Malcolm carry his people on his back. Malcolm was a victim of black-on-black crime. Malcolm was murdered by his own kind. He was born May 19, 1925, in Omaha, Nebraska. He was assassinated February 21st, 1965, at the Autobahn Ballroom in New York City at the hands of fellow Muslims in front of his wife and in front of his children. Massacred while giving a speech. The famous words, get your hands out my pocket, nigga, was uttered right before they pulled guns. Distracting the masses so they can pull guns and set the stage upon this great man standing there ablaze. If that don't tell you something, see, this wasn't the difference between Dr. King's death and his death. Dr. King was shot from a distance by a sniper. One bullet. Malcolm was shot several times with different guns and then stood over top and shot at point-blank range to make sure he was dead. Now, you really have to hate a person to murder him and slaughter him like that. 
and in front of his family. Black people, we got work to do. We have work to do. And as you just said, Mr. I can't believe you said that, we'll never unify. Why? Because our psyche is so far gone. And we've become too dependent on integration. That we'll never unify. Too many distractions in our way. Too many differences in our way. Time we stand up and we fight for the cause and keep this man alive. Keep his words burning. Forget what people tell you about this man. Forget what you were miseducated in schools about this man. Study this man and learn this man and generate your own belief about this man. With that being said, again, peace and power to all that was listening tonight. And we're going to take you out on this track right here in which they use Malcolm's voice in the beginning of this song. Peace and power.
We out. You on point? Yeah, I'm on point. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.